Hello, Podlers. Thank you very much indeed for downloading. Coming up, an entire show that I hope you enjoy that all hangs off one man's ability to say this word and make me laugh. I mean, you yeah. can just sit yeah, there and yeah. say knobbly bobbly all day. It's brilliant. <laughs> enjoy the show. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning. It is your Wednesday, the 22nd of July, and you are locked into the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. On Absolute <laughs> no, radio. no, I can't. No, it's not, it's not good, that is it? It's locked. Um, alongside me, as always, Matt Dyson, Emma Jones, and Glenn Moore. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Um, it's just been brought to my attention um, via the WhatsApp messaging of producer Will that, Matt, you change your name on the uh, <laughs> no, the thing believe. we use to communicate every morning. Don't believe anything Will your says. Your dice, dice baby this morning, yeah. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that, I, I have no power to change my name on this system. Uh, that is uh, producer Will having a little joke there, calling me Dice Dice Baby. He gives me a new nickname every day. It's ridiculous. Oh, I didn't know this. What, what have your previous nicknames been? This is the first time after oh, 100 God, uh, <laughs> 135 God, I really can't remember. Uh, the Dice Meister, Dicing with Death, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Will's got that much time on his hands having bubbled know, with, yeah. unquote, the girls who live at the end of the road. So uh, <laughs> yeah. it's good to see he's finding time to, to make such uh, quips in the morning. Um, so um, coming up next, well... It's the return of an old breakfast show favourite. Um, as regular listeners will know, since lockdown, every Wednesday morning we've been playing a game of Guess What I'm Holding? And we've seen Bush and Richie and Leona Graham and Sarah Champion and Dan Noble and so many of our stable mates have taken part in this. But we decided to, to park it because this week, Dave Berry is riddled, is back. Up next, I'm going to hit you with a riddle. If you can solve it, you can win yourself a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. Once we're allowed back in the studio, we're going to sanitise it, package it up and send it to your house. Stay locked. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's your Wednesday morning and now we see the return of a firm favourite on The Breakfast Show. It is Dave Berry is riddled. I have a riddle. If someone can solve it, they can win themselves an exclusive Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. So, um, team, don't shout out if you know the answer to it, but uh, please feel free to get involved, interact with the story as it unfolds, and um, I shall begin. (laughs) 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 After what felt like an eternity in lockdown, it was finally possible for Bono and his good friend The Edge to hit the road and make the arduous journey to Dublin for a sort of homecoming and to enjoy a socially distanced, responsible drink with friends. But bags packed and car loaded. Oh, wow. That's right. It's, it's, it's like Riddle 2.0. Yeah, that's right. It's back, but it's better than before. It wasn't long into the journey before... I'm bored, cried out the edge from the back seat of the car. Well, said Bono from behind the wheel, it's still another four and a half hours, looking to see the edge sulking in the rearview mirror. I can't believe you confiscated my iPhone. It's so unfair. You're so cruel. I'm so bored. I can't even do my daily 11 o'clock TikTok. Here's an idea. Bono leant forward to open the glove box... 
Ooh. I don't know why that needed a sound effect. Sound effects are as well. This. Nobody have a glove box. Pulling out his Game Boy Color from the old touring Ooh, days. Wow. Passed it back to the edge. Of course, whose eyes lit up immediately. Wow! The old touring Game Boy Color. Oh, nice. <laughs> Still remember the night you helped me defeat Bowser at that final level. <laughs> <laughs> I guess sometimes you can't make it on your own. It's okay, pal. I hardly use it these days. Hey, said Bono. That reminds me of a really good riddle. Oh. <gasps> I love riddles, Return the Edge. <laughs> and so Bono began. What belongs to you? but other people use it more than you. What belongs to you, but other people use it more than you. We'll be answering the riddle and giving away a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. Next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning, the morning we see a returning favourite to the breakfast show. Yes, Dave Berry is riddled, and once again it stars my two favourite protagonists, Bono and The Edge, this time on a long car trip back to Dublin to have a socially distanced drink with friends. However, The Edge in the back of the car, strapped into his baby seat, he doesn't like these long car journeys. He's getting a bit of a Mardi bum. So Bono has appeased him with the Game Boy Colour from the touring days and a riddle. If you could solve the riddle, you can win yourself a cup. Now, giving it a go right now on line one, we have Alex. Good morning, Alex. Morning, Dave. How are you? Very good, thanks for asking. And how are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. Very good. Working from home the last four months, but, you know, yeah, all good. Right, OK. Are you going to get to break out into the wild again soon, go and see your colleagues, or is it just going to stay how it is from now on in? Yeah, with a bit of luck, we're looking at September time going back to the office. So it'd be nice to see everybody. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it is what it is. At least yeah. I'm lucky. You know, a lot of people are not working at the moment, so at least I'm lucky I still get paid. Well, I totally agree with that sentiment. And, um, yes, good luck going back, and it will be nice to see the colleagues and stuff, Alex. Um, let me ask you, are you a U2 fan? Uh, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan, but I, I am a fan of some of their songs, yeah. I remember, I think it was, uh, they did Beautiful Day, which they used to use on ITV's highlight show in the early 2000s, and I think that was around the time Arsenal were good and we won the league. So, yeah, I've got some <laughs> good memories. So. Well, congratulations on your place in the cup final in that case, Alex. And uh, Yeah, it was a, b- a big result the other night, beating Man City. I wasn't expecting that. Well, it, it was huge, and it seems that Arteta is moving things in the right direction for you, Gunners. Um, let's get down to business, shall we? Um, the Bono and the Edge. The Bono has said to the Edge... What belongs to you, but other people use more than you? What do you think the answer to the riddle is, Alex? I think the answer is your name. The answer is your name. Congratulations, you've won yourself a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. Oh, result, over the moon. Yes, they are, they are rarer than cups at the Arsenal nowadays, Alex, so do treasure it. Yeah, they are, back yeah. into the studio, we, we will send it to you. And thank you for tuning into the show. We'll speak to you real soon. Cheers, Dave. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers, Alex. Bye now. Uh, team, did you did you get the answer to the riddle? Did you, did you figure it out? I it's did, yeah. Return? No, no, I, no I idea. never get them. Like I hate yeah. these riddles. You did quip off air just then, Emma, that they're normally the answer to these became shadow or candle, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what burdens that have a fingers? And that's why we decided to rest for a while. It all got a bit medieval. Uh, anyway, uh, Dave Berry is riddled. We'll return to the show next week. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's Wednesday morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. 
as does us being brought up to speed with everything that's going on on social media, which is why Matt Dyson invented the social ammunition. Matt, what's going on this morning? Well, first, I have a new viral earworm that will stick inside your head today. It's up there with uh, dinosaurs in love. And oh. tell, me what's in, tell me what's inside your butthole. Some of the biggest yeah, things we've had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah also, bear, bear in mind, that one was written by a child. It wasn't like a 50-year-old man. Yes, so, yeah, yeah, well, so, yeah, we they were both by children. Yeah. Dinosaurs in love eating fruit and cucumber. That was by a child. That's in, tell me what's in, inside your butthole. They never got to say goodbye. Yeah, oh, such great, both great songs in their own right, I think. Uh, but this one is not by a child. This is by a bloke uh, who's doing Irish pub song reworkings of classics from other genres. Uh, it's on, it's on the, the Mighty Steph's YouTube channel. And if you like the medieval reworkings we had uh, not long ago, you'll love this. The Irish pub version. Here it is of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the theme tune. <laughs> Well, this is a story <laughs> all about how my life got flipped and turned upside down. Oh, wow. If you have a minute to listen right here, I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel-Air. Oh, I love it. It, it works so well, doesn't As it? As someone really. with an Irish mammy, that has brought a tear yeah. to my eye. Oh. It's like being back, in, it's back just, home. Oh, I love it's that. It's just amazing. I mean, it's, the whole song's about three minutes, but should we hear a little bit more just to give us yes, a bit please. more of yes. I think it's worth it, yeah. In West Philadelphia, I'm <laughs> of my days Chill out Maxin' Relaxin' and coolin' And shootin' Some basketball Outside the school <laughs> I love Yeah, they don't oh. say people in Ireland <laughs> No, oh. they don't, no I, I love mean, it gets that. a bit it's sweary like... later on But that's so good, isn't it? I love it Surely that's got to be an absolute radio pop-up station, hasn't it? There's got to be oh, enough. Wow. <laughs> Just yeah, along with the, songs in the we'll Irish We'll do pan pub. pipes one day, then Irish oh, pub yeah. songs. Oh, <laughs> hello. Be great. hello. Oh, I'd be all over that, like a rash. It'd be amazing. So good. Anyway, uh, hopefully that will stick inside your head. Uh, we'll post a link to it somewhere. Because I, I, if you're like me, you'll want to listen to it over and over again. Um, and then I also have a, another fact for you. It's not a weird and wonderful fact. It's just a sort of fact as to where we are at this stage in play today. Uh, it says the UK has been on some form of lockdown for 16 weeks now, which is the same length of time that Brian Adams has hit Everything I Do, I Do It For You, oh, wow. held the number one spot in the singles chart. It really gives you... Um, Wow. Fresh appreciation. That really puts it into perspective. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? How ridiculously long that song was on top of the chart. I mean, that, that's what never happens anymore, does it? It was, it was 16 weeks of pure stonewashed denim, that was, wasn't it, that summer? Yeah. <laughs> 16 weeks. Imagine if we'd had the same song in number one of the charts the whole of lockdown. It that's it. Just week after week after week of just skipping the last few minutes of Top of the Pops. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. We know what. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. the wet, wet, wet one as well from Four Weddings. That oh, yes. Oh, My goodness, yeah, yeah. You couldn't Amazing. move for that for a while, could yeah, you? That must you have been another big hitter. Yeah, you, they get overexposed and you become sick of them.
Uh, but yeah, you know it's true. <laughs> what a great way to wrap it up. <laughs> and that's the issue of wet, wet, wet. <laughs> You'll be talking about it later, and I've saved your data. <laughs> well, Dave, you, you know it's true. Everything I do, I do it for you on the social <laughs> Amu. amu. <laughs> Now, this part of it is just for fun. The team didn't have their best showing in a round of What's Biggest yesterday, but I know they can redeem themselves. Normally very good. And, um, Emma, you'll be pleased to know we have diversified from football into the world of rugby for the first What's Biggest today. So, going by the capacity of these rugby stadia... Oh, no. Which which is the biggest? Murrayfield, Twickenham... The Principality Stadium. So Murrayfield, obviously, in Edinburgh. Twickenham, in London. The Principality Stadium in Cardiff, which has the largest capacity. Mm. I think it might be Twickenham. The Principality Stadium is... Have you been there? 70,000, I think, yes. Maybe 75,000. You'd say Twickenham. You'd imagine Twickenham. You'd You'd have thought so. Um, it feels too obvious, I mean, but Murrayfield uh, looks big. But yeah, that, yesterday all, all our logic didn't work yesterday. Yeah, so yeah. We may as well. so I think maybe the obvious ones are often logic's the right a strong. Yeah, I think it's probably about eighty. <laughs> 80. <laughs> Twickenham's about eighty, isn't it? Probably. I feel like yeah, it would Twickenham. be Twickenham. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's go for that. Well, Emma, you said the Principality Stadium in Cardiff was between seventy and seventy-five thousand. It's 73,930. Oh, my God. There we go. Impressive. Excellent excellent work there. Um, So it comes down, because that one is in the middle, between Murrayfield in Edinburgh and Twickenham in London, and you're absolutely right. Matt Dyson is 82,000. Yes. Back on track. So, bravo. Yes, there'll be another game of What's Biggest coming up later in the show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. One breakfast show, but with eight different playlists. Why not ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio 90s and make Wednesday your 90s day? Just a suggestion. It's entirely up to you. I'm just pleased you're tuned in. Now, recently we took a trip to Derbyshire where my wife's parents live. And uh, it was on the trip home uh, as we were um, driving down the M1. I noticed uh, a lorry. And on the back of the lorry, there was the, the name of the, the company, the logistics company or the haulage company. I, I don't know what it was because there was just one word that my, my eyes were, were locked to. And I instantly realised something that I hadn't really given much thought to and, uh, up till that moment. And that was that um, I needed to name the protagonist in the novel that one day I aspire to write. Mm. And the word written on the back of that lorry was Harby. H-A-R-B-Y and in an instant in a flash and you read so many uh, stories and you hear so many anecdotes about the great writers throughout the years and how they just have these kind of light bulb moments and it, it hit me and that's right I'll prepare myself to a great writer even though you're right I've never written a book um, Harby Wessler that's going to be the name of the great, guy in my oh, book. Yeah. Great Thank idea. You and you're not the first novelist to do this, to get the name from the back of a lorry. J.K. Rowling famously did this with uh, Eddie Stobart and the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Harvey Wessler, in my mind at least, is born. And um, oh, wow. so 
when these things happen, I like to talk about them on the show. And, and I've just during the last couple of songs there, I've been making a form of apology to the team because obviously, Emma, you're you know you're one of the, the nation's most respected journalists. You do the news at the top and the half past oh. of the hour. Glenn, you're you're an, you're an Edinburgh guru of a stand-up comedian. You have stuff going on. Matt, you're one of my dearest friends, and you've got a big family going on. You've got to keep an eye on the village. We've all got stuff going on, <laughs> and I might just chuck in a little casual kind of like, oh well, for tomorrow's show, guy, uh, shows, guys, could you tell us? Uh, I don't know the name of the protagonist of your novel and, and write a short bit of a book for me. That would be just great. <laughs> it's like, uh, Dave, we have got stuff going on in our actual lives. You want me to write a book? Um, but that's kind of what I'm chucking out there, ladies and gentlemen. I want to know what would be the name of the hero or the villain, the main person in the book, were you to ever get round to writing one and they say that everyone has at least one novel in them and put them in context for me. Write a little bit of that book and share it with the group. That's your activity for your Wednesday morning. Uh, it is Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Are you ready for this, guys? Are you ready for this? Yes. I, I wrote this last night. I wrote this whilst, last night whilst um, two glasses of red wine in and with Interstellar uh, on nice. mute on the TV in the background. So uh. this is what I've got. The tick and the tox, the awakening like a jack-in-the-box. This time the dream that still hung heavy in his mind was of ten people all in a line. Breathe. Bang at the door, out of bed like a shot onto the tiny smeared bathroom mirror, a reflection that had changed, had aged, had somehow slipped his own mind. Bang at the door, but yet it was the image of he, the one of Harvey Wessler. Now. Oh. Wow. That's good. God. I've said that, that to good. seven publishers and not one of them has got back to me. Apparently, you've been on the three hours. I've mean, had three hours to get back to you now. <laughs> so that's what I want. Wow. It's a big wow. ask. You all have busy lives, but I want you to tell me what would be the name of the main character in the book you will one day write and give that person some context. Yes, this is the only breakfast show in the world on a Wednesday morning is asking you to write a book and share it with the world. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I'm asking, you know, we've all got one novel in us, but what would your main character be called? And can you put him or her into some kind of context? Can you basically write a little bit of a book for me before half past seven in the morning? And brave enough to do just that. Online one is Kylie. Good morning, Kylie. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. Well, listen, I'm doing better than fine because I've come up with a character named Harvey Wessler. And even though it's only one paragraph of a book, I know it's going to be a number one bestseller around the globe. So I'm absolutely thrilled right now. I've just got a little bit of work to do and a little bit of tidying up, but I'm sure it will be fine. Um, Kylie, the time is yours now to shine. You've written a, a part of a novel. How are you feeling ahead of the big presentation? Oh, I'm feeling a bit nervous, but I'm hoping my protagonist is going to knock the socks off everyone. So, <laughs> Lovely. Well, I'm yeah. sure that's going to be the case. Um, let's find some music to give you a little bit of a... What's this will do? Here we go. Yeah. OK. Kylie, take it away. So, my protagonist, sheer willpower. David puts his head into his hands. Karen, I don't know if I can just do this anymore, he sighed, averting his wife's eyes. 220 days of lockdown. I don't think I can face looking at you anymore. Karen was overcome with pain and anger. Well, what do you want, David? She hissed angrily. <laughs> David's voice trembled. I want, I need, sheer willpower, Karen, sheer willpower. 
a voice in the back startled the room. Clear, strong voice. Ambanamasto. David, I'm here. What do you need? Oh, sheer willpower! Wow, I think a smattering of applause for Kylie there. Topical as well. (laughs) Excellent, Um, Kylie. Thank you very much indeed for sharing your workings with the group. I appreciate it greatly, and I'll speak to you real soon. Thank you so much. Cheers, Kylie. Bye now. Take care. Uh, So, unbelievably, no, that's not the tone to take. No, sorry. Let me take that back. Understandably, we're off and running when it comes to asking you to write a little bit of a book. Uh, let me know the name of the character in your novel yet to be written. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Wednesday morning and I have charged you with the small task of just telling me the name of the main hero in the novel you're yet to write and put him in context or her in context by writing a short part of a book. It's that simple, guys. Come on. Uh, and give it a go right now. Online one, we have Andrew. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Dave. Uh, man, great having you on the show. I know this is a big ask, all jokes aside, but you have taken the time to divulge the name of the main protagonist in the novel you are yet to write, and you've even given us a little bit of the story. So thank you for that. How are you feeling ahead of reading a small passage from your yet-to-be-written book to the nation? Oh, a little bit trepidatious, Dave. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's get some music to, to big you up. This will make you feel nice. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. That sets the tone perfectly. Okay, Andrew, take it away. He's a hard man to catch, (laughs) but an even harder man to avoid. Rick O'Shea, a.k.a. Rubber Ball Man. He came around the corner faster than any man of his build should be able to move. He bounced off the dumpster and careened through the precinct window, bounded over the front desk and into the captain's office. Captain Norris spits out his coffee and drops his donut on the desk, getting jam all over the crime scene photos he's trying to make sense of. He composes himself and looks up at Rick and says, What the hell do you think you're doing, O'Shea? That's the third window you've trashed this month. This better be important. And that's about as far as I've got, though. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, I want bro, more. Oh, sir. I love it. I, want, I do. So I want more of the adventures of Rick O'Shea. This guy doesn't play by the rules. I'm getting that from the opening gambit to the book. Yeah. Um, Andrew, thank you for coming on, uh, divulging the name of your, your lead role in your novel yet to be written and giving us, well, basically wetting the appetite, Andrew. You've, you've done it brilliantly, so thank you. Thank you, guys. Great work. Keep up the good work. Well, thanks, man. That means a lot. Right back at you. Thank you for tuning in. We will speak to you real soon. So there we go. I know it's a big ask, but you guys are really up to the task. I wouldn't even bring these things to air. I want to know the name of the character in the book you are yet to write, and I want you to give that person a little bit of a story. Give us a little sneak peek. It can be the opening gambit. It can be fresh from the middle of Chapter 3. It's entirely up to you. (laughs) Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Just for fun, it is time for the second round of What's Biggest. Victorious in the first round, identifying that Twickenham is the uh, largest capacity-wise when it comes to rugby stadiums, 82,000. We now move on to movie length. According to IMDb, which of these films is biggest, the longest? The Fellowship of the Ring. Mm -hmm. The Two Towers. 
The Return of the King. And in full disclosure, I am yet to see any of those movies. I've probably left it too late. Maybe the special effects have waned slightly over the last Mm. 20 years. But um, it was their runtime that originally kind of put me off. They're all chunky. Yeah, they're all yeah. about so three hours. Aren't they all about three hours? They're all over three hours. So yeah. I sat... the first I'd, one? Is that Fellowship of the Ring? First one's Fellowship, second one's Because Stefan made me watch that and it seemed like the longest thing I've ever yeah, seen in my life. Yeah, it's the only one I've watched. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think a lot of people remember the third one had about a million different endings and every time a screen would sort of fade to black you'd get up from your cinema seat and then suddenly it would show Frodo in bed and it's like, oh, about we go. <laughs> oh, no. All right, round two. Um, so I think the third one... Right, they really went yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll go with you, Glenn. So, Return of a King. I trust, yeah, I trust Glenn. Okay. Coming in at two hours, 58 minutes, you've got The Fellowship of the Ring. Longer than that, by one minute, Paul oh. Jackson, you rogue, is The Two Towers, which was two hours, 59 minutes... And the return of the king, including the limited edition ending of Frodo in bed, according to Glenn, three hours, yeah. 21 yes. minutes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. So self-indulgent, isn't it? Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> Says the guy who's just asked all the listeners to write a bit of a book for him. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning, and I have some exciting news. As you may or may not know, from Saturday, the government are easing even more lockdown restrictions. Indoor gyms, and now I have absolutely no excuse for my moves. Fitness and dance studios, indoor swimming pools, indoor water parks, they can all open. From the 1st of August, there'll be even more things opening up, like bowling alleys, skating rinks, casinos... Um, indoor performances to a live audience will be taking place. Glenn, you must be excited about that, getting back on stage. Yeah, I'm doing a, I'm doing a gig next week, which feels really strange. Like at, at Battersea Arts Centre, I just it feels really, really weird to be going back to do that. Oh, it's such a wonderful thing, though, for comedians and performers and yeah. audiences alike. It's fantastic. Uh, even small wedding receptions. Uh, some good friends of mine had to cancel their wedding, and it's not, And I know that some people kind of went through with it the best they could, but there'll be sit-down meals will be a- allowed for more than 30 people. So it's all happening. Um, but why am I telling you this? I hear you cry. This isn't the government daily briefing. Is that still on? Yeah, this is the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, and the reason I'm bringing it to your attention is because I don't want you just to go out there willy-nilly. I want to help unlock your lockdown. Um, Matt, let me start with you. Is there something that I could I could help you with? You know, you're, you're going to be going back out there. We're going to have a sense of normality, for want of a better word. What could I do for you? I just want to take my kids swimming, basically. That's all I want. Don't ask for much, but you could take me to a very good swimming pool with flumes and everything. That would be amazing. Okay, so Rapids. take you to a swanker swim pool. I'll get some new swimwear for the kids, get you some budgie smugglers. It's done, Great. don't worry. Yeah. Hey, thanks, <laughs> mate. Cheers. Uh, Emma, what can I do for you? Budgie smugglers or something um, different? No, thank you. Could you get my husband a haircut? He still can't yes. go to the hairdressers. Do you know what? I'll get him booked into one of those places where they bring you a glass of champagne whilst you're having your, your hair done. How's that Thank sound? You. I'll do that no problem at all. Glenn, what can I do for you? Oh, well, you mentioned casinos. Just get me back at the roulette wheel, Dave. You know me. <laughs> um. <laughs> I will have your tuxedo dry cleaned and delivered to your room, sir. Um, so what can I do for you? Let me unlock your lockdown. 
No matter how big, no matter how small, email me right now, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. I would love to unlock your lockdown. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters, as does your ability to fess up and realise you've done something seriously uncool. And this is where you need to send the cool badge you once held so dear. It's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. And online one right now in St Albans, we have Alex. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Dave. Great having you on the show. Um, I believe your cool badge moment is actually the fault of Absolute Radio and one of our, uh, our, one of our online polls. That's right, yeah. I, I had the unfortunate um, situation where I was sitting at a barbecue thinking, well, we've talked about Netflix for five minutes now and nobody's been anywhere or done anything <laughs> for months. We've got nothing left to talk about. So, and that's where Absolute Radio yeah. came in. Thanks, Al. That's really nice of you. <laughs> well, I, I thought I'd, I'd seen your ice lolly hierarchy poll and I thought, you know, it's a nice day. We're having a barbecue. Talking about ice lollies will be a good thing. And I, I took issue with several things on it. Um, well, what were your, issue? what were your issues, Alex? Well, I mean, first of all, um, I wasn't particularly pleased to see the knobbly bobbly sort of mid-tier. Um, my wife's big <laughs> yeah. fan of knobbly bobbly. Yes, I'm, I I'm a recent convert and I'm completely with you. That's way too far down, isn't it, for the knobbly bobbly? Well, I mean, it's a great ice lolly, but it's also got a fantastic name. I mean, you yeah. could just sit yeah, there and yeah. say knobbly bobbly all day. It, it's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, you could. <laughs> but I've, I decided to take issue with the fact that um, just above it, I think, was the rocket lolly. But they're, they're sort of yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum. And I've, I've been on a sort of weight loss crusade this year, which is boring enough as it is. But I have to sort of be doing a really tedious sort of calorie count thing. And I, I happened to say at, at the barbecue to our friends in a, a public area, well, of course, um, a knobbly bobbly is about five times the calorie of a rocket lolly, so I'd much rather have five rocket lollies. And I thought this would be a good conversation starter, but everybody <laughs> just sort of started looking at their feet. And nobody said anything. You mean the lollies ages. or their actual feet? <laughs> Not their funny feet, yeah. <laughs> no, no, there were no funny feet, unfortunately, which shouldn't have been at the bottom anyway. No, I do, you're absolutely no, right. So know, let me get this straight. As a conversation starter at a barbecue amongst friends, you decided to let them all know that you would choose five rocket lollies at 39 calories apiece um, over one knobbly-bobbly at 200 calories for that little bad boy. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I, I Yeah, give me your cool badge, Alex. Give me your cool yeah. badge right now. This and is unbelievable. So, so what do you think should be sitting atop the, the ice lolly table but it's not even on there it should be those cider lollies that you used to be able to buy from the ice cream van oh yeah i remember them yeah is it bad that <laughs> i'm a plain r white's lemonade ice oh yes that, that was a classic yeah, as great. well no that was a classic yeah in the top tier fabs are in the god tier and a twister that's ridiculous and in the bottom rung the no thanks there's mr freeze ice poles they are the, one of the best things you can mr. buy mr freeze on are one of the greatest Come hangover on. cures the world has ever seen how dare they yeah. be in the I don't know who put mode. this together, but we need to investigate who the hell put this together. It's absolute nonsense. Um, Alex, well, it honest, seems that we've thinking joined... if the conversation had gone better, I'd, I'd have pointed out that, well, of course, half of them aren't even ice lollies. They're ice creams. 
Good That's to another badge incident there. right there, Alex. That's two call badges <laughs> you owe me in just one phone call. But it's been lovely having you on, Al. Thanks for tuning in. We'll speak to you real soon. Take care. Cheers, Jen. Take care, Alex. Bye now. Uh, so there we go. I don't think Alex could have set the scene any better than what I'm after. It is cool badge day. Do you need to hand yours in? It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where I'm asking, do you need to hand in the cool badge? If so, send it along to dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And Fiona says, I was driving to work when I heard Dave say, open brackets with regards to Gardener's World, close brackets, no plot spoilers. I don't want to know what happens to Alan Titchmarsh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember this happening. Oh, uh, yeah. Fiona oh. says, I laughed and shook my head saying, I can't believe Dave thinks Alan Titchmarsh presents Gardener's World. What would Monty Don say? Just oh, take my badge. Yeah. <laughs> Sworn enemies, those two. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed, Fiona. Um, I'm not going to hand in my cool badge this week. Instead, I'm going to unpin one from a group of three lemurs and um, that's going to represent um, the badge I'm offering up this week. Um, yesterday, uh, we took our daughter to London Zoo. And it was a nice thing to do for a, for a few hours. And, and the weather was nice. And, and it was really kind of uh, fun to be pointing out different little animals to, to Evie. And some of it's still, you know, closed because of obviously the times in which we live. But it was a great experience. And... Um, we were allowed to go into the lemurs bit and for those of you who have not gone to uh, or been to London Zoo um, you, you, it's, a, it's this whole separate enclosure because the lemurs are allowed to just basically roam around wild so you're kind of walking amongst them there's suddenly be one just scampering up a tree right next to your face and it's really quite a thrill um, and so we, we stopped and we could see this, this lemur and it was sat there like kind of scratching behind its ear and I was, Evie was uh, she wanted to get out of the buggy so I picked her up and I'm holding her and going look at the lemur and all of a sudden this other lemur appeared and, and they stared at each other for a while and then you know being a I'd like to think of myself as a man of the world I could hear the song in the back of my head going bom, 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 bom. <laughs> I, I knew what was coming I knew what was coming and let's just say thanks to those two lemurs we don't have to explain the birds and the bees to Evangeline anymore so uh, thanks to you both um, <laughs> oh but the cool badge incident uh, came from a third lemur who had obviously just popped along to take a look so uh, <laughs> it's no. quite the scenes at London Zoo yesterday let me, let me tell you I was going okay let's just cover your eyes up and go over here now look at that lemur Um, Matt Dice you had to hand in the badge this week Uh, well something happened while I was away camping at the weekend uh, that I told producer Will about and I thought it was an hilarious quip but he thought it was more of a cool badge moment there were some uh, other parents there two fathers playing football against their sons and they were like doing quite well they were showboating they were like heading the ball when the kids can't reach it and they were scoring goals with their head it seemed a bit unfair and they were like showing off how good they were at football and as I walked past I said it's literally men against boys and uh, and, uh, and I got very little reaction from the fathers no reaction from the children and uh, just carried on and walked off to fill up my water bottle from the tap <laughs> but it was it was lit you don't often see men against boys in a literal sense you but you're know? not in the village anymore mate you can't just go up and talk to people yeah you know, might yeah, be okay yeah. in the village but well, when you go no. outside of the, the boundaries no. you can't just be talking there to are strangers. customs Matt there are customs <laughs> no, campsites yeah. are like a little village you know, we're all friends on the campsite. 
Are you? Yeah. Um, I th- are you? I think that's. Well, I think sure, producer actually. Will's right. That is a cool badge moment, and I will be accepting yours. Uh, keep them coming, guys. It's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. More on the way. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning. If you're just joining us, Matt Dyson handed in his cool badge with uh, what he thought was a witty quip to uh, two fathers playing football with their sons. Um, you, Matt, you said it's literally men against boys, didn't you? Yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, producer Will's just informed us during that last song as the reason he said it was a cool badge moment, which you chose to leave off of the story you told on air, was that you concluded this tale when you told it the first time around to producer Will off air by saying, oh, how we laughed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how we laughed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll hand another one over. Um, Emma Jones, you got a hand in the cool badge this week? Yes, um, I actually posted online this week um, about an online quiz that I've been doing um, throughout lockdown and I finally mastered it um, and it is to um, correctly identify where all the United States of America are on a map without any outlines. It's very difficult, but I've done it. I, I, wow. right, I have watched Emma do this before during ad breaks and stuff. This is how long I've been working on it, guys, pre-lockdown. It bananas <laughs> that Emma, Emma is so good at this. I don't know how. Wow. It's literally like, the only on. thing I've got in my, like... It's such a weird skill. Quiz knowledge You've been doing this. Yeah. You've been doing this since we were in the studio before uh, the world went weird. <laughs> yes, we, in, in quiet periods, um, me, Glenn, and producers either Sam or Will, um, would take some time to... Um, oh, the boss is going to be thrilled to hear this one. Quizzes. Quizzes. <laughs> when we all get back no, we only missed the occasional <laughs> bulletin it was fine <laughs> there wasn't much going on that day anyway it's fine um, so what have you got to do you've got to outline each of the US states and name because yeah, obviously so it, Texas it, has got that really hard straight line hasn't it at, yeah at so it, po- it pops up with the name of the state and then you have to correctly click on the map where it is but without any outlines oh. pin the tail on the donkey wow. yeah. that's tough yeah it's wow. tricky, but yeah. So you finally managed to achieve that. I've finally done it. So I need new quizzes to do now if people wouldn't mind uh, letting me know which ones are best. Uh, oh, maybe okay. they should just give you an American citizen and say, uh, where's John? And you just have to <laughs> check on where you think he is. Where's Wally? Um, so, well, firstly, congratulations. Secondly, Thank give you. me the cool badge. Thank yeah. you very much indeed, Emma Jones. Glenn, what about you? You got a hand in the badge? Uh, uh, yeah. Do you know what? It was actually this morning um, in which I pretended to not know fully off the top of my head that The Lord of the Rings Return of the King is by far the longest of the three films. <laughs> and I pretended to go, oh, I think it might be the third. It's definitely, it was definitely you the third one. You knew straight away, didn't you? You knew it was three hours, 21 minutes long, didn't you? Yeah. I, Glenn, I am D. Moore. I am D. Yeah. D. Moore. <laughs> I could I could smell a, a nerd hiding away during that. And I didn't know, I didn't oh, wow. know where it was coming from, but no, you know you know your movies, Glenn, and you got it right. That's the thing. You you know you've Thank got you. two Thank rounds you. out of two so far this morning, and on the way, we are going to be telling you how you could be winning one hundred thousand pounds and having another round of what's biggest. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. We're having another round of what's biggest. Now, so far, it is two out of two for the team. This is just for fun. I hope you're playing along where you are. What's biggest? Now, there's a little twist here, team. Okay. You're not allowed to confer with one another. There will be no talking. You just need to pick a name. I don't want any other conversation to happen because... Going by best GCSE results, (laughs) which one of you 
Our biggest. <laughs> Our biggest. Wow. Matt hmm. Dyson, Emma Jones, Glenn Moore. So, obviously, um, you can see why I don't want any conferring going. Yeah, in. it's difficult because yeah. I think I'm not, I'm not sure Matt did his GCSEs when the A star had been introduced. Uh, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay, yeah, it was still O levels. No, think, yeah, I'm going to go with. I think we've already discussed it. it was O levels or GCSEs. I'm going to go with. Yeah, no, it was GCSEs, Emma. but no stars. I'd say Emma was straight A student. I think A stars. Okay, well, we obviously, I just need a name. Just give me one. And I can't believe how you've just written Matt off from the, the, the running. Well, he <laughs> yes, it's true, I know you, Emma. I know yeah, you, yeah. Glenn. I know you, I Emma. I'd I can't be if I was you, again, Yet again, it's not a level playing field because I couldn't get A-stars. So you, that's, yeah. that's, that's, you that's had A-stars. I had A-stars. I mean, I didn't no, get any, but I had A-stars that no. were, were available. A-stars <laughs> were not available when I did my GCSEs. I'm fairly certain I would have got some, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> right, okay. Okay, right. Well, we, I think we've done too much of the uh, conferring that I yeah, this has actually involved Let's conferring. Let's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the majority was uh, me, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, right. you, it was you. Emma. Yeah, Emma. The lowest scoring GCSE results belong to Mr. Matt Dyson, Aww. who got a very respectable three A's, five B's and one C, giving him great, a Matt. score. Don't well patronise me. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't get A stars, all right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course. <laughs> Um, giving you a score of 51 points. Uh, the production team have come oh, up with a score. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, I don't know what it's based on. <laughs> is that UCAS or is that... Can you get, in, so can you get, in, can you get into Durham <laughs> with that? I don't know. I don't know. BS, I think. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, your score's 51. Uh, scoring 55. So it's not as, you know, you're not as far out from one another as you I were alluding to. It is Emma Jones, one yeah. A star, five A's, three B's, and two C's. Glenmore, you got a score of sixty-three wow. with seven A stars, three A's, and one B. Oh, get it! What a nerd! Wow. Get out! Shut up! Stars. <laughs> <laughs> we, we of course do celebrate education here on the Breakfast Show. Or yeah. just like, yeah. Oh, what a nerd! Get out! It's, it could go either way. It could go either way on the Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. It's Wednesday morning, where some time ago, in fact, just after seven a.m this morning I did charge you with a rather hefty task but one I knew you were able to stand up to because whilst driving down the M1 from my in-laws house I spotted a word on the back of a truck and that word has inspired the name of the protagonist who will star in my yet to be written novel and his name will be Harvey Westler and I wanted to know what would be the name of the star of your yet-to-be-written novel, and could you put that person to some kind of context? Basically, uh, just after seven o'clock this morning, I asked you all to write a bit of a book. Um, Matt Dyson, what would the name of the protagonist in your yet-to-be novel be named? And, uh, well, you know, tell us a little bit. Read us some aloud. Terry Arbuthnot is his name. He's a a rugby league player from Halifax who's also an amateur sleuth. Uh, So, you know, like uh, Irving Welsh does his East Coast Scottish dialect in his books. This is like a Northern English version. It was the first day of training for the new rugby league season and Terry Arbuthnot felt like a caged whippet ready to pounce on his prey as he ran out onto that freshly mown pitch in the warm August sunshine. But this season would turn out to be a great bit different than Terry had imagined because this season foul play was afoot and it wasn't on field a play it was in boardroom <laughs> wow and you only got a score of 51 <laughs> on GCSEs it's just incredible that. <laughs> um, that's very good Matt I love it Emma Jones 
Well, I always feel like uh, the protagonist in novels has like a really aspirational and unrealistic name that no one really has in real life. Mm. So my protagonist is called Felicity Washington. Oh, great name. Oh, that's powerful. Oh, that's like Morningstone, I like it. I need yeah. some romantic, uh, romantic music for this. Here we go. Felicity Washington was used to getting what she wanted, so it came as some surprise to her when the man opposite her at the table threw his Cabernet Sauvignon over her and stormed out of the restaurant. Mortified, she dabbed at her top, only to find that it was completely dry. Just then, she felt something shift in the bed beside her. It was her husband getting up for work, and she was somewhat relieved to find the whole episode had been a dream. Wow. A little dreamscape wow. in there. That's nice. nice, Emma. That is nice. They um, say, like, never end a novel with it was all a dream, but you've started yeah, it with one. Started. And exactly. I think that's a, that's a very original Trailblazer. Yeah. Mm. I think yeah. you're confused, Glenn. That was the whole novel. That was it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was the, the synopsis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was basically the full thing. Uh, what about you, Glenn? What you got for uh, us? Well, I've realised you can take any combination of two-word things, items, ideas, concepts, and they always sound like uh, an American detective. A bit like Tech Bundle. We've discussed that before. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, this, is, this is my one. Here we go. Lane Discipline and his partner, Detective Lan Cable, were in trouble with their boss, Fridge Freezer. They'd failed to arrest their arch nemesis, Manuka Honey. <laughs> Manuka. Uh, I love Manuka's Manuka a great name. Uh, someone must have called name, their kid yeah. Manuka. Oh, if you've called your child Manuka, do get in touch with the show. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so, well, thank you, team, and thank you, dear listeners. It was a moonshot of an idea. Could we spend some of a Wednesday morning writing parts of novels? Well, it turns out, yes, we can. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. And that is it for your Wednesday morning. Thank you very much indeed for tuning into the show. And as I always say, I appreciate those of you who took the time to get in touch. You can anytime you like. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The likelihood is your correspondence will feature on the show. So we also leave you with another edition of the daily podcast. But what should it be called? Well, the first one out of the traps is the name of the hero of the novel I am yet to write, Harvey Wessler. We also have, I wasn't particularly pleased to see the knobbly bobbly mid-tier. That's <laughs> uh, courtesy of a dear yeah. listener who got in touch. Uh, find out why we were talking about that by down- downloading the podcast. Also, fresh off the back of that, we've got, you could just sit there and say knobbly bobbly all day. Um, Matt said, we're all friends on the campsite. That was him handing in his cool badge. And uh, Emma Jones, oh, what a nerd. Get out. Uh, (laughs) Angered at someone's education. Uh, What do you think we should call it? Matt Dyson, it's down to you today. It's got to be Harby, hasn't it? It has to be. The theme of the show, yeah. Thanks, guys. I like that we're perpetuating the rumour that is the unwritten character, Harby Wessler. That's the podcast you're looking for. And please do know this. We're going to be back tomorrow at 6am. Stay safe. Stay entertained. If you don't. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.